Common Sensors Podcast Consumers. Welcome to episode 25 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall, hosted by me, of course, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. We've got some extra excitement in the studio today, uh, but before we get to that, we always kick things off with our social plugs. You can keep up with us during episodes, after episodes, before episodes, whenever you so please, and you can do that in multiple locations. One of those would be facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. That's our official Facebook page. Make sure you are connected to that page. That's going to keep you up to date on all new content coming out of go tell it to the wall. And of course, common sense Sundays and Sean O'Rourke live. Uh, don't forget our YouTube channel, head over to YouTube, search, go tell us the wall, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. That's where you're going to find all of our videos. Uh, we post the, the video feeds onto Facebook, but they also go up onto YouTube like a day after uh, we, we actually record, and and so so you'll find those up there, but also our beer reviews. We've had some new beer reviews going up recently, uh, all of our music reviews, all kinds of stuff up there, so make sure you're subscribed to that, and turn on notifications so that you know uh, what's going on here. And uh, what am I missing? Oh, yeah, no, that would be uh, my Instagram account, SoCalSean, utilizing it a little more, I guess, and uh, trying to get some more Go Talent to the Wall content up there, but it's just, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a huge social media user in general. Uh, I, you know, I do use a lot of Facebook, and that's really that's keeping up, keeping in touch with friends and, and kind of up to date with music stuff. But I'm not a huge, uh, just not a huge social media user in general, except for news stuff. The past week or so, I've been on, eh, I've been on social media just just a little bit, catching up with the news, keeping track of some things, you know, all that good stuff. Uh, and of course, don't forget our website, SeanOwarkLive.com. Again, SeanOwarkLive.com. That is your one-stop shop for everything that is Go Tell It to the Wall and everything that is Sean O'Rourke Live. Uh, you're going to find links to all those things I just mentioned. You're also going to find other stuff up there that you don't find anywhere else, uh, including our Patreon campaign. If you have the means to do so, please help us out financially. Every dollar helps to keep this studio running. And of course, our merch page, which you can link directly from SeanOwarkLive.com. Hop on there, get yourself a mug, a t-shirt, uh, sweatshirt, whatever you know, you're know you into. Uh, the weather's getting cold. I think, I think it's getting cold everywhere. I've seen snow a little bit around the country, and, and here in Los Angeles, we're, we're not cracking 60 degrees today. It's, it's cloudy, it's windy, we had some rain yesterday, it's... We, we finally moved into fall, so maybe pick yourself up a Go Tell Us the Wall sweatshirt. Keep yourself warm uh, during the during this fall season. And, of course, it's just going to get colder, especially depending on where you are. Like, I'm like, we're not cracking 60 degrees. That's cold for Los Angeles. Just like we And, and we do get cold here. We get into the like sometimes even the 30s overnight. Uh, but usually during the day, like when we're not cracking 60, that, that's, that's, you don't have that big fluctuation, um, which is something that's not not all like an everyday thing here in Los Angeles. So it's going to be, it's just, and I enjoy it. I, I love the cloudy fall weather, but uh, some people are probably <laughs> just like, what is going on here? You know, people that, that enjoy the heat, uh, I guess. So uh, all of that being said, I want to take a moment and, uh, and, and talk a little bit about the events of this past week before we move on to some digital trends and our, our usual topics. For those of you that have been living under a rock the past week or so, especially the past 24 hours, uh, we have a new president-elect here in the United States of America. Now, uh, I am not particularly a Biden supporter. I, I, I don't dislike the man. I, I don't like him. Uh, but it is definitely a step forward 
from the orange buffoon that we've had in there the past four years. And for those of you that aren't familiar with kind of the timing of Go Tell to the Wall, Go Tell to the Wall was started in October of 2016. And when we started this podcast, there was going to be no no political talk. It's just not something that I, I am educated enough to, to even discuss, really. You know, once and, and, and obviously, there's obvious exceptions. Uh, I always said we're going to use common sense when it's necessary. But then about a month after we started the podcast, uh, we had a presidential election. And that orange menace was unfortunately elected. And because of that, we spent time discussing that the past four years. Most times... It involved, you know, social issues, social justice, and that's still going to happen, but I am just incredibly happy to kind of retire at least that part of the the, the, the the podcast arc, for lack of a better word. Um, and, and I will say, as much as I'm not a huge Biden fan, it is amazing to just see some, some dignity back in that office. And that really, it's all we can ask for, is just, is just some dignity at this point. And, uh, and, and, and we're finally going to have that here in the U.S. And I, and, and I know I, I kicked off the, the, the video feed by discussing a little bit. It's not even just the U.S. We saw yesterday when, when the election was, was called by all the major media outlets, uh, there were celebrations around the world. There were fireworks going off in London. There were bells tolling from bell towers in Paris. It, this, this was not just a United States thing. That's how much of an embarrassment the Orange Menace was to this country. I'm not even talking about policy or anything else. Just the, just the way that he carried himself was an embarrassment and now we finally have some dignity back to the office of president here in the united states of america and i'm just incredibly happy i'm just incredibly happy that we don't have to hear him see him see these ridiculous rallies uh, and and even more importantly we're going to move forward on covid and we're going to talk a little bit about covid as we usually do with common sense sundays uh, but i did want to take a moment to talk about that uh, we could also play a game for this particular episode what's in sean's mug is it water is it coffee is it whiskey i don't know I am also a little bit hungover from the past few days. I, I spent, not heavily drinking, but I spent a few days drinking and staring at a television and refreshing like my news feeds on my phone. My phone was very unhappy with me this week. It was, it was basically like, you're done. No, no. It, I felt like it was going to give up on me around Thursday, but we got through it somehow, and, uh, and, and here we are. <laughs> so I'll admit, I, I might be a little hungover <laughs> <This is laughs> from, from enjoying this, just what's happening here. Um, and just, yeah, I, 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 we can move forward as a country and I'm incredibly, incredibly happy for that. And I think the world can now move forward just from this absolute buffoon that we've had in the white house. And, and I'm looking forward to that. All right. Digital trends, digital trends, rest in peace, Alex Trebek. Uh, that is obviously all over the social feeds right now. Alex Trebek passed away this morning. Uh, he's, he'd been battling cancer for a long time. Uh, he passed away at the age of 80 years old and it's amazing. I knew he had a lot of respect kind of a, you know, fan bases and everything else, but, uh, really it's, it's crazy to see the outpouring of emotion from people who are really have, have really been connected to Jeopardy over the years. Uh, I was never a big Jeopardy watcher. It was one of those, like I watched it on occasion, but never a huge Jeopardy watcher. I, I'm also not a big game show watcher in general. It's just not. Uh, I, when I was a kid, I watched some some Double Dare on Nickelodeon. But outside of that, I, I just don't watch a lot of game shows. Not my thing. But that doesn't mean, like, I'm not the I'm not an expert on anything. No, everybody should take my entertainment opinions with a grain of salt because <laughs> I am not an expert by any means. Uh, but it was amazing to see this outpouring of people that felt a connection to Jeopardy and to Alex Trebek. Uh, people even talking about how they learned 
to to read and write read and write English uh, from Jeopardy. Stuff like that. It's just amazing. Uh, memories of of people watching Jeopardy with you know with their family, whatever it might be. Um, so rest in peace, Alex Trebek. We obviously going to be missed, uh, and and just it's nice to just see this outpouring. Um, and unfortunately, he is gone, but but uh, you know gone but not forgotten because he obviously had an impact on so many people's lives uh, throughout. Jeez, he was he set a record for hosting a game show, I believe. Like was he hosted it for like forty years? Something crazy, crazy. Like the longevity of that of that man was just was absolutely amazing. And he was he was still hosting it. Probably still would have been if not for cancer. Unfortunately, you know. All right. Well, the elections are, of course, dominating the digital platforms right now. Uh, people are celebrating and complaining. It's both sides. I have just been ignoring everything, you know, like some celebrating or whatever. Because here, And here's the thing for me. I, I am fully well aware that we have a long way to go. This, this didn't fix everything. We're still in COVID. The economy still needs to get kickstarted back up here once everyone can get back to work and once we can get through COVID. This is, this is not a finish line. This is actually a starting line. We're just at the correct starting line now. That that's what we've done is we've 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 righted the ship a little bit, but that ship still has a long, long, long way to go. And everyone should keep fighting. And I'm talking about fighting in the normal way. Uh, the these lawsuits need to just stop because I mean we've we've had lawyer experts, lawyers coming out, people from the Republican Party say, why why are we doing this? Why are these lawsuits happening? But nonetheless, we have to let that play out. And uh, and but we we all know where where this country is headed as far as as far as our leadership um and and uh we're, we're just gonna have to see where it goes from here we're, we're just we're nowhere near it um but of course that is dominating uh, the digital platforms as well as <laughs> certain things that i found funny like the four seasons landscaping company is that what it was no four seasons total landscaping four seasons total landscaping if you're not familiar with this one Ooh, the president called a press conference yesterday, and uh, people thought it was going to be at the Four Seasons Hotel there in, in Philadelphia. I believe they were. In, it was going to be in Philadelphia. They were in the Philadelphia area. That's where Giuliani's been out there spouting conspiracy theories. Turns out it was actually at a landscaping company <laughs> called Four Seasons uh, Total Landscaping, uh, and and this it was just so perfect to to see this, uh, and then to see people just take it and run. Uh, the embarrassment of, of just standing outside a landscaping company next to a sex shop in a in a very small dingy parking lot uh, to hold a press conference for the the sitting president of the United States of America. I, this is just the world we live in now, and these are the kind, this is what I'm talking about when I say the dignity being brought back to it. I, I, I it, I'm not even talking Republican Democrat here. We can talk a lot about people that 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 enabled him over the last four years, but I'm not even talking about that. It's, it's, it's the dignity. We're probably not going to have presidential press conferences at the uh, Four Seasons Total Landscaping from here on out. I just don't see this. And and you literally can't write this stuff. If if you came with a script to a producer in Hollywood and said, "Oh yeah, total, uh, you know, Four Seasons Total Landscaping," they'd be like, "That's crazy. That would never happen." Well, it happened. <laughs> All right, uh, a couple of these fun ones. That uh, well, no, one fun one and one serious one. Uh, hashtag Beerstagram. Hashtag Beerstagram. This is something I. I can't believe I wasn't familiar with, and I don't know if it's even new. I didn't investigate, you know, it could be kind of a new thing, but if it's not a new thing, I'm a little upset at myself uh, for not being aware of this. As much as I don't love social platforms, uh, this hashtag, essentially people are sharing beers that they enjoy. So it's, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like scrolling through the, uh, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on the the app. I use it. 
untapped untapped where you can you can track your beers and it's kind of it has a social aspect to it but i always like it because i i only have like five friends on there and i'm like oh i'm gonna try that beer or it'll have like beer recommendations uh, or i can look up you know oh i like that beer before i'm gonna try it again and that's this hashtag beerstagram gonna be good for that if, if you're looking to try out some new beers and we are definitely uh getting into stout season here um, i'm looking forward to drinking some stouts I, i'll drink stouts anytime but especially when the weather gets colder and rainier you know that is stout time in fact i think we're having some some nice baked potato chowder in my house uh, tonight for dinner. Just gonna gonna warm the soul here with some soup because it's fall. It's fall. All right, hashtag UK lockdown. This one is serious. Obviously, uh, the UK has gone back into lockdown uh, again. And my thoughts are with everyone over there. I have quite a few friends in the UK, uh, as you know, as we've discussed. Um, and and I, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be a tough month. But it and it sucks. And I and I laugh like that because. Like, people are embarrassed of the leadership in the UK right now. At least he has the sense to 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 announce a lockdown, to actually hit this virus head on, and that's not something we've seen at all in this country. Not from a not from a federal level. We none of it, none of that has happened outside of silly press conferences saying, you know, oh, we're gonna do the you know, none. This is actual concrete stuff. So it sucks for the UK, but in the end, it's gonna be worth it, especially if they're trying to get everything back to normal for Christmas. Wish we could do that here, but unfortunately, we're, that's past for us here. <laughs> like, we're done. We're we're in it for a while, and there's just nothing else we can do. Um, and actually, I forgot about that note. Although when we get into COVID updates here, there was some news from Fauci that seems promising. All right, here's something new I want to do moving forward, and especially because we're getting rid of so much of this election stuff. And I don't want to. I'm done talking about the orange menace and everything. And I'm sure there'll be a couple more mentions of him as he's dragged kicking and screaming out of the Oval Office, but, you know, I'm done. I, we're not even going to do it anymore. It makes me want to throw up. But what I am doing is we're going to add at least one just straight-up positive news story from now on to Common Sense Sundays. Why? Because that's common sense. And I'm really excited about this first one that we're going to kick off, this positive news story. Uh, it just it, it warms your heart, and it has a special place for me uh, simply because of, of the, the nature of what's happening. And that would be a young man. I believe he was 21. I, I didn't write his age down here, but he was a young man. Uh, Chris Nickich. Chris Nickich. He is a triathlete. He actually yesterday, just yesterday, uh, in Florida, completed the Florida Ironman. Young man, Chris Nickich. And uh, the reason this is a big deal and the reason this is positive news, he is the first, first person... Uh, with Down syndrome. He's the very first Ironman with Down syndrome to finish an Ironman race. If you're not familiar with Ironman, uh, that is the longest triathlon race. I, I'm a triathlete. I, I, have, I have yet to do an Ironman. It's very difficult. Uh, he is the first person with Down syndrome to finish an Ironman. And for, again, for those of you not familiar, uh, an Ironman is it's, the distance is a two-mile swim, ocean swim. Uh, it is a 118-mile a bike ride. And then a 262 mile run for those of you familiar with running distances 26.2 that is a marathon a lot of people train for like a year and it's a big thing to do a marathon uh, that's one-third of an Ironman triathlon and here we have again Chris Nickich uh, finishing the Ironman and the first person ever to do it first person with Down syndrome ever 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 to finish uh, this is an absolute inspiration to me uh, and I, I love triathlons I think it's a fantastic sport uh, it's a very addictive sport. I have, I have friends that, that got into it, and I could see, like, after I did, and I could see them getting addicted as well. Um, it, you definitely need some time and some money to do it because there, it's, there's expensive gear and 
The reason I haven't raced in three years is because I have a three-year-old. Uh, so it is tough, but I love triathlon, and I'm just this is such an amazing story uh, to see an individual who took the time to do this and, and hopefully is inspiring other people. Uh, maybe other people w with special needs will now get into triathlon, but even beyond that, maybe it's going to inspire people. You sit there and say, oh, I could never do that. I could never do that. And then you see, so, and I've seen this at races myself, uh, you know, uh, amputees and such with, with, uh, there's a whole organization, uh, called the challenged athletes, uh, challenge athletes team, but it's a challenge athletes organization of, of, of sorts. And they do triathlons and races and stuff. And you see that and you're like, well, shit, I have, I am very able-bodied. I, I, I can't, I don't have an excuse anymore. Uh, so good on you, Chris Nickich. Uh, I'll be Bob. I'll be following you. Hope, hopefully, we'll see another race out of you. And uh, if you're interested, check out USA Triathlon. Just follow them on the socials, and that's going to kind of get your beak wet um, as far as the the sport of triathlon, uh, which is just fantastic, fantastic sport. It's for crazy people. I remember a race I did a few years ago out in Palm Springs. It was December, and we were getting up at four in the morning, and I was doing it with some some people I'd raced with uh, at Disney. And I remember one of the guys that were were like getting up blurry eyed and like all right time to go race and he, and he looks at me and he goes are, are we crazy for doing this i mean you got to be crazy to get up at four in the morning and just go put your body through hell and i was like yeah no we're crazy but then you get that feeling at the end and you realize that's why you're doing it it's that feeling of accomplishment all right COVID updates outbreaks galore outbreaks galore big increases Likely to get worse. We are now hitting 100,000 cases a day. Months ago, uh, Anthony Fauci said, we're going to hit 100,000 cases a day. And everyone was like, that's nuts. We've done it a few times now over the past few days. Uh, so unfortunately, we are we are nowhere near done. And I will tell you, uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's starting to come home to roost a little bit. Uh, I'll be honest. I, I am not in quarantine right now, but I am watching closely because... There is a possibility that I have been in contact with someone who was in contact with someone who was in contact with someone uh, that possibly uh, has had a positive test. And this is with me basically not leaving the house for eight months. This is not something to joke about. And then on top of that, if you follow Punk Rock Saves Lives, which you should, we, we good friends, you know, we promote them a lot. It's a great organization. Uh, if you follow Punk Rock Saves Lives, you, you would notice that the head of Punk Rock Saves Lives, uh, Rob, was actually diagnosed this past week with covid Ended up in the hospital. He could not, they couldn't get his oxygen, blood oxygen levels correct. He spent some time in the hospital. Fortunately, was sent home uh, with an oxygen tank. Still not completely out of the woods, but doing much better and, and not actually in the hospital. It's terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. It's something that needs to be taken seriously. And uh, once, you know, once you see someone that you know, whether personally or just, you know, as an acquaintance, once you see that, it, it, it ramps that up even more. And you're saying, no, you know, it, it's not a joke. It, it can come to get you. And in fact, uh, see, we didn't have an up episode last week. <laughs> I was taking care of my mental health with the with the election coming up. Uh, so we haven't talked. Congratulations to the Los Angeles Dodgers on winning the World Series. Uh, they won the World Series between our this episode and our last episode. Uh, so congratulations to the city of Los Angeles. Congratulations to all my friends, uh, especially Kevin Jones, who is a big supporter of Go Tell to the Wall. Uh, finally getting another World Series uh, for him. He he. Uh, was younger in 1988, so this is really his, his first one as an adult, so congrats, Kevin, and everyone else out there who's a Dodgers fan. I'm a bit of a Dodgers fan myself, as long as they're not playing the Red Sox. I will say two things that came out of this, though, and that's why it's in COVID updates. Justin Turner, who's one of the best-known players for the Dodgers, uh, fantastic player, uh, all-around good guy, too, from from what you can see and hear when, when people talk about him, 
was actually during the sixth game, the final game of the World Series, was had found out he had a positive test. They pulled him off the field. It was very confusing. I was watching the game and or no, listening on the radio, and they said, "Oh, Justin Turner's out of the game and new new player at third base." And I can't remember who came in for him, but it was like, "Why is Turner coming out of the game?" We go on later to find out that he had a positive test. Dodgers go on to win that game, and he's supposed to be isolated. Uh, ends up coming out onto the field. I'm not here to chide Justin Turner. What I'm saying is how easily that can just start to spread. And now since then, we've found out that seven other people within the Dodgers organization uh, have come down with positive tests. And on top of that, the city just went absolutely nuts. It's funny. Like, I knew it before, but it was absolutely confirmed because the Lakers won a championship a few weeks ago. There were some fireworks and everything else. I told you, my, my kid was like, more fireworks, more fireworks. When the Dodgers won, holy shit, it was it was bombs over Baghdad here. Uh, for those of you that remember, this isn't this is not a war reference. This is a song reference. Please don't come at me like bombs. Over, no, it's a song reference. It was like bombs over Baghdad here in, in Highland Park and really all over Los Angeles. It was nuts. My kid was not. She wanted more fireworks for the Lakers, less fireworks for the Dodgers. And, of course, people are out celebrating and everything and getting cl in close proximity. To each other. It's the same thing with, with the election yesterday, people out celebrating. Fully support celebrating. Don't get in close proximity to other people. This is what's keeping us in this all the time. I, I'm all for celebrating, but celebrate from your front porch. Bang some pots. Do whatever. Just, just be smart about it. Uh, and, unfortunately, the Justin Turner story uh, overshadowed the win a little bit, but we have gotten some closure since then. The MLB came out and said, you know what, it's not really Justin Turner's fault. He thought he was able to go back out onto the field. Uh, and while this was happening, part of me said he, he was in the game with all these players. Like, he was on the bench high-fiving everyone in the dugout, like, I don't know. I, I still think it's just not smart. Let's be safe, but it's one of those tough ones. Uh, I will say this one, there's just no question this was not smart. Notre Dame, and without getting too much into sports here, uh, Notre Dame, the, the college, uh, they're ranked really highly in football this year. You know, still playing as college football. It's not going well. Lots of teams have, have had issues. Uh, Notre Dame had issues early on with their entire school. They had issues uh, with the COVID outbreak. Well, they played a game yesterday against Clemson, who was the number one ranked team in the country. It's not important. It's not important for anyone out there that doesn't care about sports. But what, it's just it's a big matchup. The game happened in South Bend at Notre Dame in the stadium. Now they have minimal attendance in the stadium. It's not a packed stadium like like mo no. I don't think anyone's doing a full stadium in this entire country, thankfully. But what happened was they won in overtime. And what happens in college a lot of times when it's not COVID? is a big win like that, and students just rush the field, and I could see it. I'm watching the game, because it, it was a nice, fun game to watch. Watching the game, and I could see as soon as Notre Dame won, I went, oh, shit. Here it comes, and you could see the students just, and the field just covered with, with students. All shoulder to shoulder, right on top of each other, right on top of the players from Notre Dame, and right, right next to the players from Clemson, who Notre Dame had just defeated. Not smart. Just, it's just not. I get that you want to celebrate. But I guarantee there's going to be another outbreak at Notre Dame now. It's a guarantee. It's coming. It's just a matter of time. We, we, we have incredible numbers here in Los Angeles where compared to other parts of the country, they're doing so much more to mitigate the spread of COVID. And we're still getting massive numbers here. That's the problem. We're never going to get through it. And in fact, we're seeing it everywhere. The Witcher which I've become a bit of a fan of. Uh, it's a Netflix show. They are trying to shoot season two. They've been shooting season two for a little while. They've been shut down a couple times because of COVID outbreaks. Uh, they just had another COVID outbreak, had a bunch of positive, not a bunch. They had a few positive tests within their crew. Uh, they had to shut down filming for a while. Fortunately, 
for for the production, none of the the stars of the show uh, have have come down with a positive test. And do not take that the wrong way. I don't mean like, oh, thank God the stars didn't get it. What I mean is that would completely shut down production for you know like two weeks while Henry Cavill goes through quarantine and everything else. Uh, whereas someone on a crew, you can bring in someone else at least in the interim until that crew member gets better. So it's it's they're going to get back to shooting. Uh, they've also run into problems because this that fil- the uh, that film it's not a film that show is actually shot in the UK uh, and because of lockdown they've they've been forced to move some of their production which they're going through right now. Um, again, I don't know that any of this is worth it as much as I would love to see some new Witcher episodes. Uh, however, they are doing a good job. I know a lot of productions are doing a fantastic job uh, as they're moving forward with their testing and with their safety protocols. So that is you know that is a positive side to it. Uh, and one more thing before we move on. We've actually gotten some positive notes from uh, Dr. Fauci, Dr. Anthony Fauci, uh, who is who is basically the expert that we've been following for months now with COVID. Uh, and it's not a definite, like, no, we're going to get there, It's but he's cautiously optimistic that we're moving forward uh, with some good vaccines and that we could possibly have a working vaccine in the next couple of months. Not a guarantee, uh, but he's being positive here, so that could be a positive side of things and, and kind of a light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, which I would I would love to start seeing that light because I just don't know where the hell it's coming from because we we can't seem to get shit under control in this country really around the world but especially in the U.S. Jesus. Hopefully we'll move forward a little bit uh, as of January twentieth, but we we still got to sit in this with with the orange ones sitting there in the White House until January twentieth. So it's just a little bit of ridiculousness. All right, mental health. I just want to talk briefly about mental health because I know a lot of people this past week have had a, an emotional weight lifted off of their shoulders, myself included. But I, I am I'm a middle-aged, middle-class white man. I I experience white privilege. We've talked about it so many times here on the podcast. It, it's just I have it. You know, I have white privilege. Uh, so the emotional weight lift off of my shoulders is nothing, nothing compared to so many other people out there. Uh, you know, same-sex couples the LGBTQ community, uh, minorities, people of color, all getting hit so much worse. So if you feel that weight off your shoulders, uh, that's good to revel in that for a moment. Also, keep in mind we still have a lot of work to do, but also think of others, like the amount of weight that has come off of their shoulders, the relief that that we no longer have someone that hateful who wants to just blatantly take away their rights, support white supremacy. That is a huge weight lifted off your shoulders. There's the other side of things, too. Because I've seen it the past 24 hours, people coming out and saying, have compassion. Remember how you felt in 2016. Have compassion. I would get that to an extent, you know, if this was a normal race, a normal election, maybe. But we are talking about supporters, a party, and an individual who spent four years saying, fuck your feelings. Four years of fuck your feelings. So at this point, I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad. Give them time. Fuck your feelings. What What time? What, what time? Did we have time? No. No. So don't feel bad. They'll be fine. The majority of people who voted for Trump, the orange menace, probably also have white privilege. They're going to be fine. Don't let it ravage your mental health, feeling bad for people who ha- who spent no time feeling bad for you the past four years. That's really what it comes down to. Really what it comes down to. 
You want to have some empathy, that's fine. But don't do it because someone's telling you to. Don't do it because an orange person who lives in the White House spent four years just gaslighting everybody. He doesn't deserve our compassion. No. It's your right to give it if you'd like, but don't feel bad because you're not. Because you know why? Fuck their feelings. All right, parenting. Oh, man. Happy birthday to my kiddo. Happy birthday. Her birthday's Wednesday, Veterans Day, 11-11, November 11th. Yep, we are a week apart. We're both Scorpios, and you can tell in my house quite a bit at times. Uh, she is she's definitely my daughter. She's very much my wife's daughter, too. It, it, it's amazing, like, seeing the, the combination of the both of us uh, in my kid. But she's turning four this week. I, I, I hate dwelling on the time goes by. You know, everyone always, oh, it goes so fast. Like, fuck you, Karen. I know it goes fast. I'm, I'm, I'm living it. I see it. Don't remind me and make me sad. You know, so I'm not going to sit here and dwell on that, uh, but I just want to give a big happy birthday uh, to my kiddo, who is going to be uh, going to be four this week, and I think we're going to have some drive-by happy birthday wishes. I know those are coming likely on Wednesday, and uh, and it, it's been tough because she wants to celebrate with her friends. I mentioned this on the last episode, but unfortunately we can't. And I, but I did tell my daughter. I told her yesterday because she's like, I want my friends to come over. I want to have a party, you know, and. Don't get me wrong. She's not spoiled. She's. This is just very much. She's used to it. We have a big party for her birthday. She sees her friends, you know, and uh, and like friends, grandparents, all everybody, aunts, uncles. It's not gonna happen this year. But I did promise her as as soon as it's safe. As soon as the and this is the thing. My wife and I both say, you know, the doctors and scientists are tell us we need to do this. The doctors and scientists haven't said it's safe yet. So I said, as soon as the doctors and scientists say it's safe, we're gonna have a party. And I promised her, I said, I don't care when it is, we're having a party. And it can be your party, and it can be months from now, but it's going to be your party, and we're having one, and don't worry about it. Until then, drive-by birthday greetings <laughs> and presents being sent. I know there's presents coming from grandparents, like, literally on the way right now. So there's that, too, but uh, of course. Uh, and, and I want to talk, and the reason I put this into parenting uh, politics aside, I want to give a huge congratulations, uh, you know, obviously to Joe Biden, but even more uh, to Kamala Harris. Uh, and, and I don't want to we're not going to talk about policies and, and her her political past and everything else. The reason this is a huge congratulations uh, from me and really should be from everyone out there who's a parent, especially if you're a girl dad like myself or, you, you know, you have a, you have a daughter at home. Uh, I was watching that speech last night and when Kamala came out, my daughter sat on my lap. And I explained to her, I said, see this, this is the first, first woman vice president ever to be elected in this country. And I was incredibly proud. And I could, even at three years old, I could, I could see she just, she went, wow, because they understand, you know, I hate, I hate the whole female fronted uh, punk band, like moniker. Cause it's like, okay, no, they're, and, and you could like, I love so many bands that are female fronted. Like to me, they're just, they're punk bands, but at the same time, there's also that side of, and I can see it in my kid. She definitely gravitates a little more toward uh, female singers because she can see herself. And that's what so many little girls across the country and around, well, I don't know about around the world because we've had female leaders in other countries, but especially in this country, they're now looking at this inspiration. They're seeing themselves. They're seeing a female up there, not just an old gray-haired white man. There's nothing wrong with being an old gray-haired white man, but little girls don't see themselves in that. And now... All these young girls, young ladies, young women around the country are seeing that it's possible. They're seeing it right in front of their faces on television. And not only a female, not only a woman, but a woman of color. 
And I can't tell you, like for me, it was one thing I said, thank God, here's something, my daughter can see a female up there. She can be inspired. I don't care about the policies. Yes, we can talk about that, but I'm not going to talk about that on this podcast from a parenting standpoint. I just want to talk about how it's inspiring. But for me, that feeling, it's got to be even more for anyone out there who is a person of color or has kids of color, especially daughters, but even sons. I mean, we had Obama, but we're seeing more of it now. They're seeing themselves up there and know that they can now achieve that. You always say you can be whatever you want to be, but it's tough when all you see is the same thing over and over and over again. We're seeing something different now. And I think it's absolutely amazing. Uh, policies aside, it's just, it's going to be great to see what happens. And I'm just going to love seeing that wonder in my daughter's eyes by seeing female leadership out there like this. It's, it's, it's a great time, uh, to be a parent of, of really to be a parent of kids in general, but especially daughters. They're going to see this. They're going to see this for at least four years. Second most powerful person in this country is a female and a woman of color. All right. Uh, we didn't talk about, I gotta say, gosh, I, I'm just, pu- I, I've had this one thing for multiple episodes and I'm just going to save it again because we're running short on time. And I knew this would happen because we didn't have an episode last week and we're always going over on time and we're already over time. And I got so much more to talk about and I need a little water or is it whiskey? You'll never know. Oh man. Little hair of the dog. No, <laughs> not. it's actually water. I'll be honest. Uh, Halloween. That came and went. We had our Halloween episode, of course, but I want to talk about from a parenting perspective. Uh, I mentioned that we bought my daughter a, a very nice Rapunzel costume. Like, had the, the dress and some, like, I don't know why. It had jewelry with it and a, a crown and a funky little long hair thing. Uh, and I even bought her one of those Pascal, who's the lizard from the from Tangled that sits on the shoulder. Uh, and she doesn't sit it on her shoulder. It's basically just a little stuffed animal of hers now. <laughs> but what happened was Halloween morning, we got up and uh, some friends of ours were doing a, 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 a virtual dance party, like, a you know, over over Zoom. I, I'm sure it was Zoom. It was one of those. Uh, I, my wife was handling it. I was watching the kids dance around, and, and, and my daughter was dancing around. So, you know, my wife says, hey, do you want to put your costume on? And she's like, yeah, let's go put on a costume. She's like, I want to be a tiger. But but we, okay, but what about you, you know, and she picked the Rapunzel costume. <laughs> but you have this Rapunzel costume. No, 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 I want to be a tiger. Oh, okay. Thankfully, and it helps that we're that this is a a burner household uh, where we can kind of pull costumes together on the fly. Thankfully, we had a tiger tail, tiger ears, and a tiger dress. <laughs> yes, we had all these things for her to put on. Uh, and and my wife painted whiskers and a and a nose on her. You know, like little face paint, uh, and she loved it. But it was just it was one of those things, and it was funny because I'm just going, ah, I this has to be a normal thing. And sure enough, some other. Uh, we had posted like, well, last minute Halloween costume change, and, and a, uh, a friend of uh, friend of my wife's, but friend of mine too, but my wife's known her longer, uh, has two multiple kids, and b- like both her kids were like, no, nah, we don't want to, and they <laughs> coordinated a whole group costume and stuff. No, nah, we're not gonna, and then totally went with like previous year costumes. <laughs> so I was like, okay, yeah, no, that's that sounds about right. You know, three year olds, three year olds don't know what the hell they want these days. You know, it's just crazy. All right, uh, I'm going to save that. I got a little rant that I want to rant about. We haven't really done weekly rants. I even have like a, we had a whole rant playlist, and we haven't done that in a while because it's Common Sense Sundays, and we've kept it a little, <laughs> we've kept it a little lighter. <laughs> we have not kept it lighter. We just haven't had the rants in there. 
<laughs> I think it's just too early in the day for me to be ranting. This is like a Sunday, you know, early afternoon thing when I'm actually recording. I'm like, I don't have energy for ranting right now. When it was when it was Thursday nights with Go Tell to the Wall, at that point I'm just full of piss and vinegar. I'm like, all right, what am I going to yell about tonight? And then I yell about something for 10 minutes and nobody cares and then we move on. So that weekly rants, good stuff. All right, entertainment news. Uh, new Chromecast. For those of you out there that are in the market for a new streaming device, I picked up the brand new Chromecast uh, that just got released. Ordered it straight through Google. There's not a lot of deals on them, but I will say uh, if you're a Google One user, uh, which is cloud storage through Google, uh, you actually get a little cash back toward your, your, your Google One subscription. So I got a little, I got like, it was basically like a buck fifty cash back or something or three bucks cash back. Uh, that I got on this but but I was in the market my, my house we were in the market for a new streaming device uh, our Apple TV was was seven years old got the thing in 2013 it was you know it di didn't even have all the apps on it like that that we needed um, so it's like fine 50 bucks let's just order one uh, and pleasantly surprised so if you're in the market for a new one I don't know if it's something you want to you know if you're happy with your streaming device yes, you know just wait until you you need a new one then maybe get one but uh, I will say one of the coolest things about it is it has a, a multi-search with voice. Uh, and it's it's such a silly thing, but, I, you know, there'd be times where I'm sitting on the couch and, and not even necessarily looking to watch something right away, but I'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember that movie. I wonder if we can, you know, stream it somewhere uh, without without paying to rent it or buy it. And so I'd go through and I'd be like, Netflix, no. Hulu, no. Amazon Prime, no. HBO, no. Or yes, you know, or one of them would have yes. Now with the new Google Chromecast, you can, and my wife did it last night to pull uh, to look for Monster Squad, which we have on DVD, but just stream it instead of pulling out the DVD and putting it in the DVD player. And uh, she goes, you know, she said, I'm not going to say the word because, you know, if you have a Google device at home, they're going to say it. But she says the command and then asks for Monster Squad. And sure enough, it pulls it up and not only pulls it up, but it pulls up all the different places you can stream it. So instead of searching each platform, streaming platform, it's got it right there for you. Super lazy thing, I know, but just a nice feature. Uh, for a $50 streaming device, highly recommend that one if you're in the in the, uh, in the the market for it. Uh, I do need to backtrack a little bit, uh, but I'm also going to complain a little bit. YouTube Music, I've been complaining about that for quite a while. Still not a huge fan, but I will say uh, they are improving their user interface for people that have their own owned music uploaded to it. Uh, you can actually download your own playlists now, which was not something that was included when it originally launched. Uh, so it's nice. It's nice to see that Google, because this is a Google platform, uh, is improving things probably based on feedback. My complaint, though, is, and this it's not just Google. This happens with a lot of platforms when they move on to a new platform, whatever it might be. And Facebook's so guilty of it. They're just throwing stuff on top of their platform. Like, ah, that doesn't work. Just throw another thing on top of it. So, so I get it. But it's always strange to me when they transition you to another platform from something and they didn't take the features from that platform to begin with. So Google Play Music, you were able to download your own playlist. Maybe let's just put that in the YouTube Music to begin with so you don't piss off a bunch of people that have to now use Google or YouTube Music. But on that note, like I said, it is getting slightly better. Uh, so I, I'm going to backtrack a little and say, okay, maybe it's going to get there. But for the love of God, just make it that way to begin with. I, ugh, I don't understand. I don't understand. All right, uh, big shout-out to Stupid Rad Merch. I am currently wearing one of my Stupid Rad Scully t-shirts. That's right, uh, for those of you watching the video feed or seeing the pictures. Uh, really happy with this one. Uh, shout-out to Simeon of Stupid Rad Merch. I've mentioned them before. I have quite a few things, uh, but took advantage of their trick-or-treat deal. Got a couple t-shirts and a couple pins all just kind of bundled together. I'm really excited about my pin. I, we'll definitely have it on a sweater uh, when I'm in here with a sweater over the next coming next few weeks, but it's a it's a middle finger and it just says so what, and I was like, 
Yeah, I'm down with this pin. That's going to be used quite a bit as long <laughs> as long as I'm not around a bunch of kids because they're like, what's that? And it's funny. I'm like pulling the pins out and my kid's right there. And she's like, what's that? And I was like, oh, just some pins. <laughs> Let's put them to the side. Uh, but big fan of Stupid Rad. Check them out. Uh, get yourself some Stupid Rad merch. Uh, the I, I, I believe most of them are at Bella Canvas. High quality shirts. Great designs. Uh, and Simeon's a good dude. All these things together. Get yourself some Stupid Rad merch, either specific to the bands or specific to Stupid Rad itself, because it's Stupid Rad. <laughs> I know. Uh, all right, and the last thing I want to mention, uh, Zombie Teeth Podcast. Uh, Paul Smith of Zombie Teeth Podcast put out a new episode last, I, uh, I believe it was last weekend. I lost a little bit of track because we didn't record last weekend. Uh, specific, it, it, Yeah, it was about a week ago. It was between the last episodes. Uh, a new new Zombie Teeth podcast episode with the great Gen Pop of the Bomb Pops. Gen Pop, a uh, big fan of Gen Pop, which I've spoken about here on the podcast. She literally recorded a, a hello message for my daughter because she found out my daughter was a fan. That was, that was ah, just, a, just over a year ago. No, just, just under a year ago that that actually happened. So that's going to be popping up in my memories soon. That'll be nice. Um, uh, so check that one out. As always, check out Zombie Teeth. But, of course, we love the Bomb Pops here at Go Tell to the Wall. So especially uh, when you can get Gen Pop in there. Of course, every, every interview that Paul has done with Zombie Teeth Podcast uh, has, has really been fantastic. So I highly recommend all of them. Uh, and I will say, for those of you that use Spotify, I don't use Spotify a lot, but I do use it for certain podcasts like Zombie Teeth. Uh, they just recently added a feature that you can cast directly to your Google devices. Uh, I don't know when exactly that was added, but it was. I was not able to cast my Spotify to, to my Google speakers because I've got them like <laughs> they're just all over the house because I have, I have speakers and I have uh, uh, Nest Wi-Fi like the Google, you know, the Wi-Fi net uh, mesh system that, that they have. So I have speakers everywhere and I'm just, oh, I'll just cast this here. Uh, so now that's available if you're someone that uses Spotify really for anything, but specifically podcasts. That's what I do is uh, I don't use Spotify for music. Rarely rarely do i use it for music just because i listen to my own music that's that's how it's how it's always been oh and speaking of which one more thing i'm going to mention uh and especially because of the philadelphia connection uh we'll probably do a full music review on this but check out the bad ups uh out of philadelphia especially considering philadelphia the, the birthplace of my wife uh as well uh helped to deliver this election uh to to the right side of history i would say like i'm not a huge fan, biden fan but it's the right side of history uh so check out the bad ups uh, Travis McHale, uh, who who has a connection to the Barstool Preachers. Uh, actually, every time I've seen the Barstool Preachers live, Travis was playing guitar uh, with the Preachers. Um, so, but check them out, the Bad Ups out of Philly. We'll do a mu- I'm sure we'll do a music recommendation at some point. I got to catch up on those and and get back to get back to getting those out there because because we got a lot of them. Uh, and speaking of those, don't forget to uh, to subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's where you're gonna find a lot of that stuff. Uh, head over to YouTube.com, search Go Tell Us the Wall, and subscribe. Uh, and of course, our Facebook page, facebook.com slash go tell to the wall. My own personal Instagram account, which is at SoCalSean. Check that out. Uh, check out my, my, my awesome pictures. I don't know. I, I, I used to be a photographer. I can't keep up with all this, you know, all of, I'm, I'm definitely not cool enough, I guess you could say on Instagram, but follow me anyway. There's some good stuff up there. Uh, most importantly would be SeanO'RourkeLive.com. Uh, and if you can, help us out on Patreon and get yourself some merch. The weather's getting cold. You could use a Go Tell to the Wall sweatshirt, I'm sure. Uh, all right, that's going to do it. 
for us. This has been uh, episode 25 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall and me, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. We will be back next week. Same wall place, same wall time. Might have a little bit of fun with it because next week, maybe we'll just call it my birthday episode. It's going to be three days before my uh, my birthday. My birthday's on November 18th. Uh, I'm a big, I, I like band merch and, and vans, shoes. Uh, so, you know, if you're looking looking to send, send me anything for my birthday, that, that would be the direction to go. Uh, band merch and 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 van shoes love it love it uh that being said like i said we will be back next week same wall place same wall time and until then wall fans common sensors podcast consumers remember no matter what you do no matter who you're with no matter where you go and especially no matter why you are doing it always always use common sense <laughs>